Monday, October 9th, the 49ers are the best team in football, and welcome to the Damon Bruce Show. Here on Damon Bruce Plus, it is so good to see you in here. Larry and I just did God's work over on 49ers Wake Up, brought to you by Palmetto Superfoods. It was an awful lot of fun. I've been talking 49er football for about... Two hours and 45 minutes already this morning. So if you are following me over here from already being over there, I thank you so much. We thought we'd just jump right into Club Plus here. Let me make it sexy. Let's start the celebration that is the 49ers right now because, my God, they were good last night. I haven't seen a team that was billing itself, hey, we got the number one defense in all of football, cooked quite like that in a really long time. The 49ers skinned the Dallas Cowboys alive. A 15-game winning streak right now is tied for the longest in franchise history, and those are going back directly to be measured against the glory days of, of your 49ers' memories. All your, your warm, fuzzy, Kodachrome memories of the 49ers, the reason why you are a 49er fan from all of those games you watched, mid-80s, early 90s, this is where they are. This is the team that is producing like the Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Roger Craig, John Taylor, uh, Tom Rathman, uh, Brent Jones, Charles Haley days, Ronnie Lott days, uh, Matt Millen days, Kevin Fagan days. This is as good as as the Niners have ever been in their dynasty from a regular season consecutive win standpoint. And I can't help but notice that they're doing it with Brock Purdy, who look, as I've already said with Larry this morning, but I, I just want to start here circling this point because it's, a, it's very appropriate. It takes no talent at all to doubt Brock Purdy. As a matter of fact, it was the wise place to invest your emotions in the young man. Brock Purdy was not supposed to do this. He was not supposed to be this. If being this was an easy thing to be, there would have been a lot of guys drafted late in the draft who turned into quarterbacks who through 10 starts had the highest passer rating in football history with the second best completion percentage in football history. There's no one doing that in this league but Brock Purdy. That must mean he is special or in a special situation or Kyle and him just have the kind of kismet that is rare and it's special when it happens. People need to stop questioning it. Your questions about what Brock Purdy might not be isn't half as interesting as the answers we're getting as to who he is. Your might be's aren't interesting. The reality is what's interesting. So, again, if you're going around this morning looking for competent sports shows, you know, you're not going to find one. Uh, uh, Skip Bayless is hosting. Like, the entire, the entire premise of Fox this morning is laugh at Skip because he was wrong about the Cowboys. The entire premise of ESPN this morning has been Stephen A. Smith. Nobody laughs at the Cal Dallas Cowboys quite like him. Do these douchebags realize that they shouldn't even be part of the conversation? Their reactions to this game are not the headline of this game. The headline of this game is, holy shit, the 49ers look like they've got brass knuckles for everybody. 
That's the headline of this game, not our pundit was right or our pundit was wrong. None of you are as interesting as you think you are. No one's here more interesting than the results the Niners are giving us. So please start conducting business like your adults in the room who've watched football before. Oh, let's watch Richard Sherman dunk on Skip Bayless. Why? Who cares? I'd much rather talk about what we saw on a football field yesterday. And what we're seeing is how paths to greatness begin. The Niners are the loudest 5-0 they have ever been in the Kyle Shanahan era. They're the loudest 5-0 in football right now. Obviously, we see you, Philadelphia Eagles. Very impressive start to your year as well. That fight later on in this season is going to be a hell of a heavyweight fight. But it's too far away to worry about now. The Cleveland game is too far away to worry about now. On a Monday after the Niners did what they did, you just got to spend the entire day looking back. And again, it's a stunning start. A stunning start for a quarterback who is now 10-0 and in the regular season, who threw 10 starts, has a 121 passer rating, the highest in football history. He has a 70.4 completion percentage through first 10 games. That's the second highest completion percentage in NFL history through the first 10 games. He's been incredible. He's been absolutely incredible, and Kyle has a recipe Brock can cook it up. Christian McCaffrey stirs the mix better than anyone else on this offense. And then the defense comes and does all the dishes when that offensive meal is done being served. This defense last night, Fred Warner last night, Dre Greenlaw last night, Isaiah Oliver last night. It's a special football team. Haven't even seen a snap out of Randy Gregory yet. And look at how good the Niners look. These are good times, Niners fans. These are good times. Enjoy them while they are yours. Because right now, I think the 49ers are the envy of this entire league, unless you're green with envy because you are an Eagles fan. And if you're an Eagles fan and you want to claim the the, the crown of we might be the best team in football, go ahead. Like, I won't even deny it to you. You might be. We got a game between these two teams that'll settle that a little bit later on in the year. But in the speculation game, you are not off the scent of that's very good if you're saying the Eagles might be the best team in football. If you're saying either the Niners or the Eagles are the third best team in football, that's where I think you're wrong. I think we're looking at the two best teams in football right now, and it's these two. I think they're better than Kansas City. They're better than Buffalo. They're better than Detroit. And there are not a lot of other teams that you could have on that one line right now, except the Dallas Cowboys, who have been so thoroughly thrown off that one line by the 49ers last night. I don't know if they're going to come back to it. The Niners have changed the way football thinks about the hierarchy of this league By the week, very impressive stuff. It is so good to see you. Thank you for all the support. It's been overwhelming. It's been wonderful. Again, we're not going to keep you here too long today. I was up late last night doing the most watched post-game show of my young YouTube career. Larry and I just had one of our most watched 49er wake-up shows in both of our YouTube careers. Larry's over 25,000 subscribers. We're approaching 8,300. The humble beginnings are actually growing into things that I think are going to be sustainable for family income 
And that's not just me. That is an awful lot of you. Thank you so much for the support. It means the world to me. It truly does. It means a lot to my family, my wife, my children. Thank you for coming here. And hopefully you're learning that this show can mean a lot to you too. It's a great community. And it's also rare that what is actually happening in sports is discussed. Not the desires, not the wishes, not the the the, the, the prognostications of the host. Those don't matter over here. What matters are results and data points, and that's what we go over. Not the shit that we can make up or come up with for a list that we might think would be interesting. Hell, I'd maybe be more successful if I did whatever this is, journalism, like that. But it's just not who I am. I like to deal with reality, and the reality is is that the Niners look like a bully. An absolute bully right now. There are too many streaks to actually count. A 15 consecutive game regular season win streak to match the longest in franchise history and is the longest active streak in the NFL. They're 5-0 and for just the fifth time in the history of the franchise. They've now won nine in a row at Levi's Stadium. They've scored 30 or more points five times to start a season for the first time in franchise history. They've scored 30 in Eight straight regular season games going back to last year. That's the longest streak in franchise history. The 49ers offense is just the fifth offense in NFL history to score 30 or more in eight straight regular season games ever. Ever. You know, I know that 30 points is something that you do whenever you play Madden, so it doesn't wash over you with some incredible accomplishment, going 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30 in the NFL against actual real NFL opponents. Again, it's only happened five times in football history. The Niners are dripping with historical references five games into the 2023 season And that's a really nice way to begin a journey on the path that you think could end up in the Super Bowl. These are incredible times, Niners fans. Christian McCaffrey has got the most games in a row now, playoffs included, with a touchdown scored in 49er franchise history, 14 straight games. And Brock Purdy has just been amazing. He's 37 of 45 for 535 yards, five touchdowns, and no interceptions in his first two games alone. I really have nothing left to say. I want to see what an awful lot of you are talking about. We're going to hop right into the chat after all. We're in club plus mode as it is right here, right now. Uh, Let me thank my sponsors over here on Damon Bruce Plus. You want to talk about a team doing it together? Thank you so much to my man, Ike, an incredible sponsor, an incredible friend. He is so good of a sponsor. He's helping promote the other brands that are sponsoring the Damon Bruce show. I saw him at Palmetto Superfoods getting an acai bowl the other day. He's gone to Uncle Boy's with me. He has gotten some blackened whiskey to sip on. This man's incredible. The sandwiches are incredible. Loving sandwiches is what you get from my man, Ike. Download his app, start earning rewards, start earning free sandwiches, and do it now. You'll be happy that you did. Speaking of do it now, folks, 
Stefan was four and one yesterday. Stefan won the 49er bet that he laid down. Stefan had a huge Saturday after having a huge Friday, after having a perfect Thursday. And bottomlinebets.com right now has got Vegas shook. Did you use promo code Damon? Because if you did, you got a free day of handicapping. And if you cashed that in on any day in like the last five days, you had a winning day. Stefan doesn't produce anything apparently other than winning days. It's crazy. Crazy. Well, guess what? Not only is Stefan crazy good at what he does, he's generous and he has extended promo code Damon for another week. You can use it for Monday night football tonight. You can put it in the bank and use it for a college football Saturday. You can use it next Sunday if you want. You can use it for all the major league baseball playoffs that are going on around us. But my man, Stefan is finding winners every single time he walks to the window to make a bet. And you can too go to bottomlinebets.com and sign up with promo code Damon for a free day of handicapping from the hottest handicapper on planet earth. Also, let me tell you, I'm not wearing a Jack's t-shirt today, but Jack's vintage t-shirts are the best t-shirts in San Francisco. If you are a sports fan, go to jacksf.com. That's two S's, J-A-C-K-S-S-F.com and use promo code DamonBruce10 to get 10% off your entire purchase. You can get all of your Christmas shopping done. I dare you to go to Jack's and only put two two t-shirts in a cart. I dare you. I dare you to not want at least five of the t-shirts that they're selling. Authentic, original, historic, vintage t-shirts that are comfortable and fantastic. They're going to be keeping me in Jack's t-shirts. Get yourself into a Jack's t-shirt and then put all of your friends in them as well using promo code DamonBruce10 to get 10% off your purchase. So there you go, boys and girls, an awesome community that we have here together. We're giving you money, t-shirts, ways to save. What more can you ask for? Postman and Capitola asking for a, you get one postman. Thank you very much. And indeed we are picking up with That's what I'm saying. Damon, I have got you on my speakers for the algo. Thank you very much for helping out that algorithm. Hit like, hit subscribe, hit notify. That's all I'm asking for. All I am asking for. Uh, thank you so much. So many of you have already done it. I'm humbled the way that you've responded to this. Again, the podcast is doing great, and that is all you responding. Thank you so very much. Habes the Babe checking in. Thank you very much. Michelle, great to see you. Awesome game last night. We are in victory formation. Indeed. Indeed. Stacy Leo saying hello plus army loved yesterday's beat down the squad is fire emojis and the squad is what a game fred warner had last night fred warner i i, I mean there's a lot of really good fred warner games to pick through I don't know if he ever played better in a game that had more of a billing of consequence attached to it than he did 
Last night at Levi's Stadium, Fred Warner was everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if Fred Warner was out afterwards jumping cars that had stalled out in the parking lot, maybe giving some parking tickets. Like he did everything for the 49ers last night. He might, it, it, I don't know if there was a pregnant woman who might have had to deliver a baby in that stadium last night. I wouldn't be surprised if Fred Warner did that to help that woman deliver a baby after he uh, forced a fumble with a peanut punch on Tony Pollard that stayed in bounds and the Niners recovered, created uh, or, or, or got the benefit of an interception off a of Diamador Lenore tip. He also sacked Deck Prescott. He was everywhere. And anywhere Fred Warner wasn't, Dre Greenlaw was. Oh my goodness. We got to take sip of the day off the board. I will never lie to you. Not I promise I will never lie to you. This is just a cup of water at this point. Sip of the day off the board. No action on these bets today, but I need a sip here. But if it ain't leaded coffee, it can't qualify for sip of the day. So there we go. It's off the board today. No action. Nathaniel Richards says, good morning, everyone. And he's got a question. Did Dallas show up yet? Did, did the Cowboys get off the airplane? I didn't see Lawrence. I didn't see much out of Micah Parsons. I didn't see much Dak Prescott. I didn't see much anyone wearing a Dallas Cowboys uniform last night. They did not have a good time in the Bay Area. You saw what Dak Prescott said? Dak Prescott basically put that game in the package of a funeral. He was so crestfallen by what happened. Dak Prescott uh, basically last night said, um, you know, that this was this was the most embarrassed he'd ever been. Ever been. The most embarrassed he had ever been on a football field. Thought that they had prepared well, were confident, liked their chances coming into this game, felt frisky, playing great. Everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And the 49ers waste no time punching you in the mouth. They do it on opening drives. Kyle Shanahan has an opening drive success rate right now that is incredible. The 49ers have scored 31 points on opening drives this season. That's the greatest point total uncovered on opening drives by any team so far this year. He's found pay dirt five week, uh, four times in five weeks, meaning touchdown on opening drive. He had to settle for a field goal. But if you want to go back the last seven straight regular season games, Kyle scoring on an opening drive. That's preparation. That's coaching know-how. That's execution. That's being ready to go. Being ready to go. We had Mac Jones yesterday in New England saying like, oh man, I just wasn't ready. Like you said that out loud, dude. That's not good for you. It's not good for your future. The Niners are ready to go. As soon as that coin is flipped, they're ready to play football. Overwhelming is the only way to describe what we saw Last night, buenos dias to la profesora. Good to see you here. Uh, again, uh, San Bruno Mike, good morning. Haven't seen you guys in about 20 minutes. Again, thank you so much for being a part of 49ers Wake Up as well. I see all of your comments that come in on my side of the page into Larry's chat. So I thank you. Thank you so very, very much. Uh, we got here. Damon's got a new pot of coffee on, I hope. No, 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 no. That didn't go new pot of coffee, Irwin. Didn't do it. 
I got enough caffeine in me already. I'm ready to go. I'm wired. I got the, the, the filtered soul coursing through the veins. I tell you what we got to do is we got we to gotta rope Phil's into being an official sponsor of this show one day. I mean, I like to sponsor the things that I'm using. Damon, can we still do an Otani Tuesday? You know, we'll, we'll start those next year when he's playing again. But no, there is no Otani this Tuesday, so we probably won't be having one of those. But thanks for asking. Going back to the glory days, Harris Barton, Guy McIntyre, Randy Cross, Eric Wright, Carlton Williamson. Yeah, man. This team is marching hand-in-hand with the single greatest assembled 49ers team you ever saw with your own two eyes that your granddaddy ever saw that anyone ever saw. You know, the Niners, at the peak of their dynasty, are the walking, talking, physical definition of great football. And this team is meeting them right in the middle of the road to shake their hand. You got a 15-game winning streak? Well, so do we. It's incredible. I even said to Jillian last night, I'm like, I'm using the word incredible too much. I need to stop that. It's just like it's a crutch. It's I'm, I'm leaning into it way too hard, but I can't help it because what we're looking at is incredible. The 49ers appear through five weeks to be without weakness. Or, since we all know that that's unattainable, there's no such thing as perfection, let's put it in another way. Whatever the weaknesses the 49ers have, no team in football can find it. No team has been able to expose it. You want to say the Los Angeles Rams played a great half of football a couple of weeks ago? They did. I don't think that's weakness as much as strategy that they opened a game with and then was taken away from them by the Niners in the second half of that game. I don't know where this goes. I'm not going to be so arrogant to tell you that after five weeks of football, I can guarantee you who's going to win a Super Bowl. I'm not going to do that. Not going to do that. But based on everything I've seen, there isn't a single data point that I'm going to tell you is reason why you should expect anything less than a shot at the ultimate prize if you're able to maintain health and outside of an Aaron Banks bicep injury, which will learn any gravity of today, uh, this team is healthy as an ox five weeks in. There's a lot of Niners teams, good ones included for Kyle Shanahan, that haven't been able to claim that. Felt like they really unleashed Jordan Mason in a way last night, which will have him become more of a factor. He looks like the Niners got a version of Marshawn Lynch right now. And it's just been impressive. The Shaw says, Damon, I saw this somewhere this morning that Jerry Jones doesn't own the Cowboys. The Niners do. And there's greater separation between the Niners and Cowboys now than there was last year or the year before that. I mean, I don't even know if that is an indication of the Cowboys getting worse as much as it is an indication of the 49ers are getting better. 
How do you stop this team? How do you slow it down? No one has the answer yet. No one. Hey, hello, hello, Matt268, dropping a little super chat saying, Damon, I miss listening to your show, especially with that intro. Oh, Jenny was a friend of mine by the Killers. It was a great intro. Maybe the best intro in Bay Area Sports Talk Radio history. But now I get to see you live. I just subscribed today, wishing you the best and continued success. Matt, thank you. Thank you for subscribing today. I wish you the best and success. We are 10 subscribers away from 8,300 on the dot. I didn't think we'd be here that quickly. We're still at the humble beginning phases of this. I can't wait to see what it looks like in year two. Year three, year four, you know, we'll have 50, 60, 70,000 subscribers by year four. There's no doubt in my mind. This is growing exponentially thanks to you. And I really do thank you. My man Otis, he loves us. Straight out of Animal House. Otis, he loves us. This next one's called Shamalama Ding Dong. So hit it. Thank you, Otis. And thank you, Matt, for the super chat. It was indeed a brilliant win last night. It was. San Bruno Mike, and here's what I love here. Here's what I love. Welcome to the Plus, Matt. This is a community. That reaches out to embrace. This is a chat room where, like, assholes don't even like lurking in the chat room. They're made uncomfortable by how mature and how nice and how not bait-taking everyone in this chat room conducts business with. I appreciate it. We are, again, there's a whole bunch of chat rooms that are sitting there looking at, you know, the kitty table and chicken nuggets, we're eating prime rib, sipping good wine. We're the adults over here at the big oak table in the middle of the dining room. We're not off at the little kids' table. That's for other shows. So thank you for sitting so comfortably at the adult table. And see, Matt's getting it. He's coming and you say hi. Hi, Stacy. Hi. Hi, everyone. I love it. Todd says, Damon. I agree the 49ers ruled last night. No one wants to hear screaming A. Smith or Skip Bayless talk about the Cowboys. They're boring to listen to anyways. I don't watch those shows. Fewer and fewer people are going to be watching those shows because the whole point of today isn't how wrong Skip Bayless was. It's how good the 49ers look. They actually think the hosts of their shows mean more than the sports that they're covering. That's douchery. Total douchery. You know, I'd like to think that you come here a little bit for me, but you're not coming here for me. You're coming here for me in the way that I talk about sports. That's why you're here. Who tuned in to ESPN this morning to watch Stephen A. Smith put on a cowboy hat and giggle? What are you, children? Who gives a shit? I've seen that video 15 times. Nothing new about it. San Bruno Mike says, this is a team and quarterback that Shanahan drew up when he took the job. Took a handful of years, but it's worth it. It's here. Again, everyone said, you know, 
Trey Lance better have been the guy because Kyle finally got to choose his quarterback. Well, then Kyle realized, I think, maybe I didn't choose my quarterback. So there's this other guy I like. I'm going to take a little flyer on him. And you know what? Kyle has selected his quarterback of the present and the future. What Brock Purdy has is sustainable. Watch the watch the Brian Baldinger 49er film breakdown today. Watch the Kurt Bankert breakdown of Brock Purdy today. Watch the JTO Sullivan breakdown of Brock Purdy today. We're talking about three guys who played in this league who have no interest in bullshitting anyone about an illusion that might be might not be there. These are learned, trained, former NFL pros looking at this guy going, damn. Mo says, I'm only 22, Damon. My life as a Niner fan has not been easy. All I want to see is us win one. Mo, again, you're too young to have been here for the glory years. I'm going to tell you right now, there wasn't a moment in your daddy's memory of the 49ers where they were better than this. You know, they won Lombardi Trophy in the middle of that 15-game regular season win streak. But they weren't scoring 30 points. They weren't playing defense like this. This is as good of a 15-game run as the Niners have had in the history of the entire franchise. And when you're saying that about a franchise like the Niners, you're saying something. So, Mo, I'll take all the 22-year-olds that I can get. It's great to have you here. Thank you so much for being a part of this. R.I.P. Cougar Rebel says the Eagles and Chiefs are winning, but most of their games have been close. The Niners are just blowing teams out. That is the worst Cowboys loss in a decade. In a decade. Stacy with a little instructional video over here saying, uh, Damon, don't forget to hit that like button. What do you know? The Shaw wants to remind everyone to do the same thing. What do we got? Just uh, about about 100 people in here. Again, I've already been going for the better part of three hours. So uh, I want to uh, give me 113 likes right now if you haven't already done it. Thank you very much. Damon and Larry, it's the Dracar Noir of uh, the, the, yeah, we were Dracar men, no doubt. Who wasn't a Dracar guy? Dracar. I might bring it back. Little VIP super chat from my man, VIP Patel. You demand, Damon. Love the takes. He's in Austin this week. Oh, you're surrounded by a lot of happy Farnham Niner fans this morning, aren't you, VIP? Lots of Niner fans and uh, or Giants fans for you to talk to. Excuse me, Cowboys fans for you to talk to in Austin. Again, maybe I did need to brew another pot of coffee. I don't know. All right. We have our chef tip of the day from Chef Amy saying, you know, you're under salting. Learning to use salt is super important. 
Wars were fought over salt. Salting food properly will change and elevate your cooking. Diamond brand kosher salt is my favorite. Let me tell you, if you went upstairs and look in the cabinet right now, you'd see the diamond brand kosher salt. It's undefeated. Thank you very much, Chef Amy, with your cooking tip of the day. Making better sports fans, better chefs. I love it. All right. Yeah. Stephen A's entire point of view this morning was how bad the Cowboys were, then even talking about how good the 49ers were. Yeah, it's it's clownish. The way that the most that the highest profile network star on that network goes about covering sports is clownish at times. Not all the time, but most of the time, it's a performance. And it's a performance that I've seen before. You know what would be really original? Watching ESPN cover sports as they were happening, not the way they wished they were happening. Tiger Tank 06. Anyone know how Skip Bayless is doing this morning? Like all other mornings in the history of mornings, I couldn't give a fuck about what Skip Bayless thinks about anything. Just remember, Skip's jury is still out on whether LeBron is a good basketball player. Still hasn't decided. So what he thinks about anything else in sports doesn't matter to me. The world's sports, the daily sports discussion will become a better, more intelligent place when that asshole gets out of the conversation. He doesn't add anything other than, oh, this is Skip Bayless. Who cares? The 49er Ultimate Report says, what's up, Damon? It's been a while, but I'm back for missing your shows the last two weeks. I've been sick with the flu. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better, man. Everyone's down with something. My my four-year-old, Jack, Jack is Jack has had a cough for six months. I'm, I I can't explain it. It's like it's like he's not getting sicker, but he's not getting better either. It's just like the lingering cough. Everybody's got a little spilkus in them right now. There's no doubt. What do they call it? There was a trap game for Dallas. Vince Vargas, very funny. Yeah, trap game for Dallas. Trap game for Dallas. They overlooked the Niners coming in on a, on a, on a Sunday night. <laughs> that gets an oi, oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi! Very funny. Trap game for Dallas. So what else we got going on here in the chat? DVDV says, yo, Damon, around the 1935 or something like that more, you appear in the BTS Warriors video? 
GP2 shouts warriors as he passes you and you reply, good echo, good cameo. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, I do remember that. I didn't know that uh, the behind-the-scenes Warriors video caught me doing that. They, hey, I'll, I'll take all the promotion I can get these days. Look at it this way. BTS Warriors is at least smart enough to get into the Damon Bruce business. I got two sports talk radio stations who don't know their way around a fucking successful rating, so they don't know what they're doing anymore. Again, I didn't want to have to declare war on everybody, but they put me in this situation. So, war, I say. I'm coming for everything. Five and oh, 49ers in 2023. I hope this is the year to win a championship. Look, ultimate report. That's the way it's looking right now. I mean, I, I I like to be able to say, hey, whoa, Nelly, just pull back on them reins a little bit. And I'm not robbing anyone of their Niners enthusiasm based on what we've seen so far. By the way, five subscribers away from 8,300. Get it done. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notify button. Hit the like button. Make the algorithm, which I don't know how to manipulate. Again, I'm just I, I just talk into this. That's all I do. I don't I don't have any technical savvy about me at all. So you know, you're gonna have to make the algorithm work. I don't know. I don't know. Do I create enough keywords, code words, hashtags? I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. So we're just lucky. Lucky to have everyone over here making what I'm doing pop. And that you can do that with your love. So thank you. You can hear the voice going. <clears throat> Been talking since 8 a.m. My man Larry says, Micah Parsons today says, score doesn't show it, but we almost had you. No, he didn't, he didn't say that. He did, there's no way he said that. Again, no fake quotes, folks, while I'm reading here. I don't have anyone, I don't have anybody fact-checking anything. Damon, how did you feel about the George Kittle fuck Dallas t-shirt and Gary Plummer callback? I liked it, Anthony. That's good. Look, George Kittle had an incredible game last night. He was fantastic. He was great. First three touchdown game of his career. Perfect night to wear that shirt. Perfect game to show that shirt off after. But I like it. I like, dude, Kittle's the t-shirt guy. Dude, Kittle was giving your Garoppolo beefcake video or t-shirts. Um, Kittle's a big t-shirt guy. Nehemiah says, uh, Bang, bang, Niner gang. Thank you very much, Nehemiah. Good to see you. I've not seen your name in here before. I hope we get a subscription out of you. Good, sir. Drew Down says, Micah Parsons need to be quiet. There's no way he said that. Did he say that? If he said that, stock down on Micah Parsons. But I, I just can't believe he would have said that. Stacy Leo's right. Best group ever. Best group ever. This is an awesome little community that we got here. 
Erwin says, we delve into barbs when trolls aren't around. Okay, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they're, 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 it's Everything we do over here is just for fun. Nobody's getting super duper nasty. Roy's place. Damon, I don't want to refer to Brock as a rook or the unknown player, etc. He's an accomplished quarterback that's performing. Some of what that Brady effect, taking advantage of his opportunities, period. Yeah. Again, I, I think the, the, the origin point is so unique, it'll never not be part of the story, but you can forget about it now. Like, at some point, it doesn't matter where you began the race. It's where are you during the race and where are you when it ends? During the entire league of quarterback race right now, Brock Purdy has pulled into the top 10 quarterback in football conversation. How could you deny him that? How could you deny Brock Purdy his place in the top 10 quarterbacks conversation? Well, if you're denying him that place, obviously results on a football field aren't what you're using to create an evaluation. So you're going on things like, how tall is he? What is the rumored perceived arm strength that I think a quarterback needs to roll out of bed with every morning? And I've been told Brock doesn't have that from people who were at training camp every day yet didn't know what they were looking at, not for a singular moment. So you've been misled. You have been misled. A guy like Brian Baldinger, who knows a little thing about quarterback play, uh, is saying this guy's got arm strength that is unquestioned. He is delivering darts and perfect spirals and bullets to the middle of the field, making great leading passes on crossing routes. It's just he's hitting every target he's throwing at. All of them. How do you deny that? First take hasn't been good in years. You can, you can sum up the entire ESPN network. Like, I, I don't watch a stitch of sports programming that isn't the live game these days. I'll even tell you that the network pregame shows, those, here's the thing. Say whatever you want about ESPN. Network pregame shows are the biggest piles of shit in sports. I don't get it. Like, how can the NFL mean that much, yet they still have these Goofy skits and Terry Bradshaw up there rambling about shit that no one could possibly care about. I don't get it. Like you have the biggest product in the world of sports and you got six dudes all standing together saying collectively nothing for two hours straight. You know, how is it possible that me from my basement is more, more interesting than your entire fucking network put together? That shouldn't be able to happen, but it happens easily. So you're welcome. So what do we got? What do we got? You got a guy like Dan Orzlowski saying that Mac Jones could be Brock Purdy if he were in San Francisco. 
Uh, oh, because Kyle's a better coach than Bill Belichick? Is that it? I mean, look, maybe Mac Jones can't play. Maybe a change of scenery would totally benefit from Mac Jones. But I believe that Brock has done enough over here so overwhelmingly that just assuming the next guy could also do it is douchery. It's total douchery. And Dan Orvlosky is a pretty good commentator. I think he's one of the best things that ESPN has actually got going for it. But that, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just... Uh, if picking up any player, plopping him into this offense made that player look like a first-team All-Pro player? I mean, it, then, 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 then how come it didn't work out for Trey Lance if it's that easy? If it's just that easy? How come it didn't work out for Nick Mullins or C.J. Beathard if it's just that easy? How come Jimmy Garoppolo had to be moved on from if it's just that easy? How come Brian Hoyer isn't over here just ripping shit up to this day if it's just that easy? The fact that anyone ever tries to sell you an element of this could happen in a way that is easy is ridiculous. There is nothing easy about the NFL. Zero. It's not easy. The worst team in football is not easy to beat. It's not. You know, these guys are up there trying to say things to create an illusion of interesting. It's like the only thing that they've done so much time embracing debate that they're shunning reality. Don't embrace debate so hard that you shun reality. Got to CJ Gray saying, Damon, I was at Pittsburgh and Brock and the Niners looked like the 89 Niners. Well, again, they're, they're having win streaks like the 89 Niners. So it's just overwhelming. Yeah, Dracar Noir, I think I said Dakar. Yeah, I was all over the place. Dracar Noir, Dracar. I used to wear it. Don't make me bring it back. Corporal Tez knows what I'm talking about. I got a bottle of Dracar. Bust that bad boy out. Uh, by the way, uh, La Profesora knows a little thing or two about Austin. She spent some time there teaching at the, a, a university of, of well, I don't know what, what university is in Austin. I don't want to expose her, her, her academic past. Um, but anyways, uh, a mix of Cowboys fans from all over. It's not a one-team town. No, Austin is a little bit of a melting pot for sure. But, you know, it's, it's still, I guarantee you, there are more Cowboys fans in Austin than any other fan base. That's just the state of Texas. After that, you're going to find, what, some, some Houston Texans fans, maybe? And then, you know, the reason why Austin is the best town in Texas is because Austin is more like California than any other town in Texas. I mean, there's a lot of Niners fans there too now.
Shush. Endorsing cool water. What a cool water cologne, baby. You smooth SOBU. Oh, my buddy Chucky. By the way, Chuck, we got to get you and the family over for dinner, buddy. Got to do that. Make that happen. We owe you a return trip. Uh, Chuck's a friend of mine in the real life. And uh, Chuck, you don't need to super chat me, brother. You make me nice cocktails when I come over. You, you, you cook me pizzas in ovens when I come over to your house. That's your super chatting. But he's like, it does feel like 89 again. Bang, bang, Niner gang. But thank you. Look at it this way. If you do super chat, your, your chat jumps out to me. There is no doubt about that. So thank you, Chucky. Irwin wants you all to know Calvin Klein eternity. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very, very much. Oh, he's saying Morton is better than Diamond. I, you know, I, I, it's it's nice, but I'm a Diamond kosher salt guy. I got brand allegiance. Maybe they can sponsor the show one day. Salt carries flavor. It is salt sucks flavor into your meat expels flavorless water from your meat. Salt, salt, salt away. Salt it all away. 8,300 subscribers. Thank you very much. Nice little milestone. I feel like we don't need to update this anymore until we hit 10,000. Larry told me that only, what, did he say 10% or 1% of all YouTube channels have more than, than 10,000 subscribers? I can't remember what the exact number was, but that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So when we get there, we'll let you know about it. And we'll get there soon, I believe. Mick says, I can't wait for when NFL players go live on shows like yours and Krug's. It does, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Larry and I are working on some special things together. Our little alliance is officially taken off, and it won't be very little for very long. We're going to have, look at it this way. Sports talk radio stations will either be on their hands and knees begging us to join them or begging us to stop. That's the only way this goes. I see the way the path goes. They'd be lucky to have us back. So, 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 so. I mean, again, Brock Purdy, the man has literally never lost a game he started and finished. Why is everyone just so dying to try? Because look, everyone wants to tell you that they see the thing that can't be seen. And they're wrong. It's been impressive. Anyone else gets the get the faint vibe that Parsons wants to be a Niner? Dude, Micah Parsons has to be looking at Fred Warner and 
and Dre Greenlaw saying, oh my God, look at those way those two guys play together. I would love to be a part of it. How could you not watch the Niners? Or how could you watch the Niners and not be envious of, of what they're doing? Dak Prescott has thrown more interceptions in one game than Purdy has thrown all season. Hey, even if Dak had thrown just one interception last night, that's more than Purdy has thrown all season. Is this the Micah Parsons quote? I don't think the 49ers are at a higher level than us. I think we're the same caliber playoff team, same talent, same standards. The score really didn't show what happened out there. Okay, well, what really happened out there is a team that maybe was similar coming into the game was exposed as dissimilar. Before that game started, Talking out loud like David just shared with us here, if if Micah Parsons said that before the game started, I would have said, yeah, you might be onto something. That's why this game is going to get a huge number tonight and why people are going to be really interested in it. Not only do these teams have brands that people respond to, but they look like two really good football teams with good offenses and great defenses, and let's go. And then the game happened. And then when games happen, your opinion doesn't matter anymore. Micah Parsons' opinion about these two teams being close to each other no longer matters. What does matter is the Dallas Cowboys caught their worst ass kicking in a decade last night. Mike McCarthy handed one of the worst defeats of his entire career last night. Dak Prescott was up at the dais last night going, I don't fucking know what just happened, but we weren't expecting that. So I love you, Micah. You want to keep the dauber up and you want to keep sunny side up. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys will not be used in the same sentence as the 49ers again this year by anyone. So you're not as similar as you think you are. You ain't even in the same conversation no more, sweetheart. Drew Down. There are like six people on that CBS pregame show. It's a joke. Here's the thing. It's the old quarterback adage, right? If you have two quarterbacks, it means you don't really have one. If you got six people in your studio, it means not one guy here could carry the show by himself. No one here is talented enough to do it alone. So we have to go ahead and just stack kind of interesting on we hope to be interesting on the over. The, the, their show sucks. If, if you need six voices in the room, there wasn't an interesting conversation between two, three people to have. Damon, this is a true take for all sports. All these pre- or post-game shows lack so much. The local ones are okay at best. The national ones are gack. I, what I don't understand, what I do not understand is how you could have a network's worth of vast resources and access to the league because you're partners and still create nothing that even suggests this might be interesting. I don't get it. 
I don't get it. How can me on a YouTube channel in my basement with a fucking disco light be more interesting than CBS as a network? How's that possible? How's that possible? How am I doing this? Stay tuned and find out, I guess. Disney fired all of their talent. It's got something to do with it, but not all their talent. You know, there's some people there. I mean, here's the thing. There are people who are good at their jobs, but they're just not allowed to be because some producers like, oh, we got to go. We got to let Kurt Menefee set up the most eye-rolling, not funny segment with Rob Riggle you'll ever see. And again, I like Rob Riggle, but he's terrible on those shows. I don't even know if he's doing it anymore. Again, I don't watch. I don't watch because I know there's no substance to anything. Mountain Cat, since we're crowning douchebags today, Nick Wright, King, look, I'm going to have Nick on soon. He's a friend of mine. But as usual, when it comes to telling you what's what with Bay Area sports, my buddy Nicky, he don't know shit. Again, the greatness of the Golden State Warriors completely escaped him. So I'm not surprised that Brock Purdy looks like a Rubik's Cube that he can't figure out either. He can't look at Steph Curry and be like, holy shit. So, of course, Brock Purdy's leaving him just scratching his head. And I love Nicky. He's a buddy of mine. Steve P. Douchery. It's a fun word. Say it out loud, right? Here's some truth from CJ Gray. Brock appears to be in step with Kyle, and that ain't easy to do. No, it is not. Kyle loves to hate his own quarterback. He is always looking for the weakness or maybe the reason why you need to be replaced by somebody else. He's finally got a quarterback who he's not evaluating based on uh, who, who can I get in here to do this better? He's got a guy that he believes in. And look at what we've seen from this offense with the quarterback that he believes in. It's as aggressive as it's been since the glory days of Joe uh, of, of, of George Seifert Joe Montana and Jerry Rice and Jonathan Taylor and Roger Craig. Just incredible. Again, I'm using the word incredible too much, but I can't stop because it is. Dolonite says, I remember the 89 Niners starting off 10 and 0 before losing to Magic Man in Green Bay. Oh, Don Mikowski gotcha. Don Mikowski got you that day. Drew down his right. Austin barbecue is elite. Well, again, you got the greatest brisket in the world over at Franklin's. And if that line's too long for you, go to La Barbecue. It's just as good as Franklin's. And while you're in Austin, make sure you get a taco at Torchy's Tacos. Those are so good, too. If there were a Torchy's Taco in my neighborhood, I probably would have had my second stroke by now. Booker T, what happened to all the coneheads and the anti-Purdy talk? Yeah, they didn't know what they were talking about now, and now they feel stupid. So nobody's watching, nobody's paying attention, and it doesn't matter anymore. You bet on the wrong horse. You lose. 
Not only do you not know how to bet, you didn't even know what to do to look at. But I was at training camp every day. Who cares? You didn't know what you were looking at. Jason Moobs says, I'm a pit master. I get bulk kosher salt at Smart and Final. There you go. It's a good place to get it. <coughs> Pardon me. So a couple who lives right across the street from Jillian and I just had a baby, their second child. When they had their first child, I just happened to be doing a brisket that weekend. This was years ago. And knowing, since we went through it too, how busy you get as new parents, like I brought them over half the brisket. And so they were going to the delivery room. I saw them just the other day and and my man's like, hey, Damon, do we get another brisket? I'm like, yes, for every child birthed by Cindy, you get a brisket. So I'm going to make them a brisket this week. I think we're going to do another video. I am no pit master, but I'm a pretty good amateur backyard griller and I'll smoke a brisket on a Weber grill. I don't even need a smoker to smoke a brisket. And I think we're going to shoot another video. And we won't do uh we we won't do uh any 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 sort of YouTube short. Like we'll do a, like an actual big video of how to do a backyard brisket. San Bruno Mike is saying 83k. Oi oi oi. No, 8.3k. 80 it, 8,300, not 83K. Thank you very much. Yeah, Otis has got it right here. Thank you very much. 8,300. Do appreciate it. Oh, we're at 8,302. I told you I wouldn't update the ticker, but I had to. Yeah, 10K's on the horizon. There, there's no doubt. The only thing I need to do is keep going. That's it. Whenever my success has been predicated on just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, I have always ended up with the number one rating in my time slot. Now, I have no time slot. Time is infinite on the internet. So it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. It's amazing how much you can learn from finding Nemo. <laughs> Christopher Johnson, I need a fuck KNBR t-shirt. Look, KNBR didn't lay me off. I was kicking KNBR's ass. They're thrilled to see me go. The fuckery was done by Odyssey, a penny stock who can't afford to be in business with actual broadcasting talent anymore. You know, I'm guilty of, I, I say what, you, I know you, a lot of you are pissed off at Nick Wright. Nick Wright, the day I got laid off, went on his YouTube show and said, apparently my man Damon Bruce is guilty of success and longevity, which this company can no longer afford to be in business with. Damon, you could cuss on the plus. Look, here's the thing. I got no problem with anyone at 95.7 the game. I got no one, not a single person at that station laid me off. So I'm not here to say forget all that. But I, I, 
I didn't want to have to declare war on everybody. They pushed me into this war. There I was, enjoying peacetime. It's like, it's like in Rambo, Rambo 2, when all John Rambo wanted to be doing was going off with the monks in Tibet to live a quiet, peaceful life, but they dragged him back into the war. We need you to go find these POWs. So they drag Rambo back in, even though he was at peacetime. I was at peacetime. They have thrust me into war. And there's only one thing I know about all the wars I've ever gotten into. I win all of them. I don't win some of the wars. I don't have a decent battle every now and then. I win wars. And I'm going to win this war too. Larry and I are going to go on a straight up death march. It's going to be great. And look at this. Look at this. You have a front row seat and you're part of the army. The Plus Army will roll. Not just over San Francisco or the Bay Area, but over the whole goddamn internet. It's going to be fun. Nathaniel Richards says, Damon, are you going to be taking calls soon since Larry showed us how it works? Yeah, I mean, I guess I can go ahead and give you a link to have everyone come on in. Um, but we, we will, we, we'll figure that out. We'll run an experiment maybe uh, later on this week. But yeah, we're, we're at the verge of trying new things over here. We're almost good enough at new things to add more new things. But yeah, we'll see. It's coming soon. Rich says, uh, Damon, your show on Monday mornings is better than anything that these stations can put out. Yeah, it is. Because our show has Damon and Larry, and neither of those stations do. Do you realize that you can put Tim Papa and and uh, his partner together, and they haven't been covering the 49ers longer than Larry and I have combined together? Greg Papa and Tim Ryan got nothing on Damon and Larry covering this team. Two hosts? Forget it. Impossible. You can't put two hosts together who have covered the Niners longer combined than me and Larry in this market. Can't do it. Shush is right. Uh, Jack does have a smoker's cough. It's like he's sucking down lucky strikes. Dior. Fahrenheit. <laughs> uh, I love how random Macy's perfume counter colognes have become part of today's show. I mean, Micah Parsons was way off on what he had to say to the point where R.I.P. Cougar Rebels spells it out. Like the Detroit Lions are more on the Niners level than the Cowboys. I agree. The two best teams in football right now, certainly in the NFC, are the 49ers and the Eagles, followed, I believe, by the Lions. All right, I feel my throat closing. Javon Musk. <laughs> Javon. Javon Musk. 
That's great. I forgot about that one. I don't think I ever wore the Givon. <laughs> oh, man. Fabergé Brut. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's great. And then fish and chips. Old Spice. Old Spice still works, too. Damon, no second stroke. We need you on the plus. Believe me, the wife feels that way, too. I was told to avoid that second stroke, so we're trying. We're trying. No, no more. No more. No more. Fast food for your boy. All right. Sam Bruno Mike calling it out. 10K by Thanksgiving. Put it into the atmosphere. Put it on the internets. I hope you're right, brother. I really, really do. Let me remind you that Larry and I come to you every Monday at 8 a.m. Well, not, not just Mondays. Sometimes it's Fridays. Sometimes it's Tuesdays. Whenever the Niners play the next morning, Larry and I are going to be at it at 8 a.m. Thank you for making uh, Post Game and Damon the single most consumed, most people in the room for a live show that I've ever had here so far. In my start on YouTube last night was a tremendous tremendous success. Today's been a really good show. This morning's been a good show. I thank all of you for making it a good show. Uh, Matthew Ali says, Damon says he can't do it without us. No, my brother, I can't do this without you. No, it is a symbiotic relationship. We feed off each other. We totally do. I am so honored to have you in here. Thank you so much for being a part of this. I know who you are. I know who you OGs are. And this is correct. Let's get it right. Damon, Rambo 2, he's coming out of prison. Rambo 3, he's with the monks. Thank you. Thank you very much. Seriously, I don't want to have to come back to war. But they, they made me do it. They made me do it. <laughs> Damon. He got Ned Starked. He was pulled into the war. Here's the thing. Unlike Ned, though, unlike Ned, I'm going to be the one doing the beheadings. I'm not losing my dome. <laughs> okay, then, Damon. DKNY Apple. <laughs> 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 oh man. <clears throat> DKNY Apple. Damon, the 49ers are the Jakar. The Cowboys are the Brut. Very good. Uh, maybe just Brill Cream. Brill Cream. Rich, thank you very, very much. You're the best in the business. My audience is the best in the business. Michelle, put one in the air for Ned Stark. Absolutely. He went through a lot in that Baylor episode. Not Baylor Bears, but ba ba Baylor. 
All right. Axe body spray. Just, you know, hey, I used to I used to rock Axe body spray in college. It was a good, inexpensive way to not stink when you skip the shower. Yosarian saying, I had that curve from Target. 89? I loved Polo Sport. Matthew. Yeah, Polo Sport. Polo, Polo was sitting on that that middle school, high school dresser right next to their Drakkar. I think Tim Kawakami is going to be joining me this week. We might have a Golden State Warrior pop on sometime this week. We are going to have other surprises up our sleeve for you. Larry and I are going to have a call-in show that we do together later on this week. We'll do it over on his channel and simulcast it so he knows more about this than I do. And we have got an awful lot for you. Thank you for being here for it. Thank you for hitting subscribe. Thank you for hitting like. If you haven't today, do it on your way out, please. And thank you very, very much. Subscribe, notify. And Nathaniel, my dad was the same way right here. My grandfather used English leather. My dad liked English leather. He did. Polo, too strong, too strong. 49ers look too strong right now. Certainly too strong for the rest of the league. And the only thing I can tell you about Sex Panther is that it works. What, what's, what's the name of Sex Half of the time, it works 90% of the time or something like that. I don't know. It was ridiculous. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning in today. All of you mean a lot to me. Thank you for being here. I'm going to tell you one more time. My man, Stefan, is being extra generous he has given you another week of promo code Damon over at bottomlinebets.com. You can use it for a day of free handicapping. He is absolutely on fire when you're going to have a little lunch. Get yourself to Ike's. And if you want to see the coolest vintage T-shirts in Bay Area sports history, go to Jack's. Jack'sSF.com and use promo code DamonBruce10 over there to save 10% after you plop everything down in your cart. The T-shirts are incredible. You are are incredible. There it is, Sporticus. 60% of the time, it works every time. I like that. Thank you very, very much. I'm going to tell you right now that, um, you know, this is normally after Club Plus, I would send you home with like a, you don't have to go anywhere, but you can't stay here. But that means I would have already skipped everyone's favorite ending, which is simply saying that sports don't build character they reveal it. Have yourself a great Monday.